It's January 19, 2022. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. And let's just uh, jump right into our conversation. We're talking about Mana Up and, of course, scaling the local brand. And I want to welcome back to the show Millie James, co-founder of Mana Up. And she's brought a couple of the companies from the last cohort. We've got Justin Orr from High Spice and, of course, Kea Peters from Kako Collective. And I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks, for Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thanks you know, I... I um. I always love to get the uh, you know the folks from Mana Up uh, uh, on and, and some of the companies and you know the the companies uh, Melly you know you've uh, you've been really good at getting representation from across the whole state so won't you won't you quickly kind of introduce uh, the couple of companies that we have today? Great, yeah. So as you mentioned, we've had great representation from across the state. I think almost every island. Um, even you know, a company from Molokai and a company from Lanai, mm-hmm. um, we've, with our partnership with Hawaiian Airlines, we've been able to support flights for the companies to come in every week um, to for our workshop. So that's been really incredible. And, of course, our title partner being Kamehameha Schools, um, just really a nice breadth of, of entrepreneurs from many different areas and different products um, being able to have uh, come into cohorts one through six, 63 companies later, uh, but I'm really excited to introduce two companies from our most recent cohort who graduated in November of 2021. So this is a full pandemic cohort. <laughs> um, <laughs> our second pandemic cohort. But, yes, they, they have their own um, fun stories to share about how we navigated all of that last year. Uh, but we've got uh, Kea Peters, uh, who is the founder of Kako Collective, and she's an incredible entrepreneur we got to meet. Um, when we interviewed her uh, during you know, our, our whole process that we're about to launch into right now as we're recruiting for Cohort 7. Um, and I'm excited to have her share more about her company. She's based on Oahu. And then we have Justin Orr, who has a company called High Spice that's been around for a couple years, um, has had some great partnerships with Leanne, um, Leanne, Leanne Chef Wong. Leanne. Thank you, Leanne Wong. And... Um, I know a lot of you have been able to enjoy his his um, spices at Coco Coco Head Cafe and and some of her other establishments. Um, but yeah, so you know, and his his company's from Maui, so both both great entrepreneurs. And um, I'm again I'm really excited to hear more of what they have to share about their experience with Up. Okay, well that's great. I mean, I want I, I, that's a great segue. So since you kind of led with uh, Kea, I want Kea to tell us a little bit about uh, Kako Collective and and. What is it that you do? You're located here on Oahu, and, and I, I saw some of the, uh, the products that you produce, and they're beautiful. I mean, but uh, tell us a little bit of, give us some background about uh, Kako Collective. Thank you so much. Well, um, I am a native Hawaiian illustrator and graphic designer, um, and Kako Collective, which is my business, designs culturally inspired organizational and lifestyle products, um, showcasing that original hand-drawn artwork to help individuals that, identify with that artwork to create balance and cultivate the life that they love instead of feeling like a stranger in their creative space. Um, a lot of times when we live in Hawaii, there are people who emulate that artwork, but they don't really know the essence of what it is to live here. So as a local person born and raised here, I was kind of called to do that because I love journaling. 
I'm a I'm a planner lover. I'm a notebook stationary junkie myself. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I just basically created what it is that I felt there was a void um, in, in that community. And I've just been really happy to go ahead and do that. I'm so glad that you looked at some of our products. Um, you know, our paper product is printed right here in the heart of Honolulu. Um, try to support as um, local as we possibly can. So when you said there's a void, what, what void did you want to help to uh, fill? And, and what is your kind of, uh, let's say, estimation of the landscape? Um, I, I, have, I have been planning ever since I was in elementary school. I have been a person that was often seen in my notebooks, journals, doodling, drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom got me my first planner when I was in, like, third grade. Um, and we, being from Hawaii, which is a huge melting pot, there's a huge influence from Japan and from China. So a lot of us have grown up with characters that are really popular, like Sanrio, um, all of the characters that come from that line of, of, of you know, character drawings, like Hello Kitty and Kedoki. So there's a huge Japanese influence, even some Chinese influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, coming from Hawaii um, and being a native Hawaiian, I didn't see a lot of native Hawaiian-specific artwork out there. There were things that were very surface level, like uh, coconut trees, palm trees, even not even native to this place. But there's a lot of local people who are planners as well. Um, who are Native Hawaiian, and I felt like we were ill-represented. Um, there's a lot of planner stationery where they do tropical things. Being that we live in a tropical place, that is something that, you know, we have, but it doesn't really hit it right on the nail all the time because it doesn't. Um, people that are doing tropical artwork aren't really focusing on um, the Native plants, the plants that are endemic to the place that we call home. Mm-hmm. So I, in, in what you see on our, um, in our product lineup, essentially, are plants. Um, that I have cultural significance. That is like the number one thing that it needs to be. It needs to be a plant that has cultural significance to Hawaii. So one of our most popular lines is um, is our Lei Punahele favorite favorite Lei um, collection because Lei is that universal um, you know image and that feeling that we have like right when you come and visit Hawaii. Um, and then another one that we have is um, our Kalo collection, which is you know a staple. Here in Hawaii, as you know, you know from Luau, even from when we're growing up, um, you know if you if you're from here, you know what poi is, you're, and you're not one of those people that, you know, um, only have it at you know a, a, a pop up Luau, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so that's kind of what it is that I was feeling void with is those things. So, Kia, do you do all the design yourself? Absolutely, yes. Um, I have a background in graphic design. I graduated from Honolulu Community College right after. Um, Graduating actually from the Kamehameha School of Palama in 2007, and um, I basically just stayed within the paper realm mm-hmm. and helping um, other small local businesses until I started my own. Oh, that's a great that's a great story. And, uh, well, and like one I said, thing I loved about Kea when she came and spoke with us is I had no idea what washi tape was, and you know I <laughs> yeah. understand I'm not you know I'm I'm not the young buck and I don't know the coolest hottest trend anymore aware of that but i really was taken surprise i had no idea that washi tape was like kicking over the world and i had no idea what it was okay okay wait 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 Manly, so, so i'm gonna pause there Go i know i know what i know what washi paper is but what is washi tape so you know how yeah. washi paper is made it has it's made of the, that fiber a lot of times you shoot uh-huh. it with the shorty joy uh-huh. um essentially washi tape is a eco-alternative dispatch tape that does not have any plastic filament in it at all. It's an eco-organizing leverage veteran. 
Um, and the cool part about it is that you can put different types of designs on it so that individuals can use it for organization or they can use it for planning and separating and organizing their ideas. Wow. So, Millie, so this is something you just learned, of course. I just learned about it, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's, it's incredibly trending, and no, you know, so, it, it's all sustainable, too. So what is it, why is it trending? I mean, and, and Millie, you wanna, do you want to share your thoughts on why it's trending, or is that a, is that a Kea question? I, it's, well, Kea would know, of course, more than me, but I think what's interesting is, one, people are a lot more focused and aware of, of, of not using, you know, single-use plastic. So mm-hmm. the fact that it's really sustainable and, and you know, it's degradable um, or biodegradable is, is, is amazing. The second piece is it looks really pretty. It's kind of got this nice matte finish. And I think as you use it in organizing and it's almost for decorating, mm-hmm. it's not that it's not your it's not your mom's scotch tape. It's so cool. So well, you almost get more incentivized to use it in more things than you would just normally for, for scotch tape and just tape as oh, a functional thing. It's really beautiful and decorative. Yeah, no, I that's it's, it sounds great. In fact, uh, it's not Bert Lum's tape, you know. I'm got I gotta try this. <laughs> <laughs> gotta try this. Try this out. Now, now, I, I, I do want to give Justin a chance to share his, uh, you know, his background and his company. Uh, but we want to kind of hold that thought. We want to. We'll be right back at this this short break to continue our conversation with Melly James, co-founder of Mana Up. We got Justin Orr uh, from High Spice and Kea Peters from Kako Collective, and of course, this is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And if you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to Millie James, co-founder of Mana Up, and a couple of recent graduates from Cohort 6. we got Justin Orr from High Spice and Kea Peters from Kako Collective. And we got a lot of uh, enticing uh, information about Kako Collective. And uh, if anybody's interested, they can go to kakocollective.com, uh, right? And I'll put that, uh, put the show notes, uh, put the link up on our show notes for later on. But um, I did want to give uh, a chance to uh, Justin. Uh, you know, I mean, if, you know, if I leave it to Mel, I mean, you know, she'd be talking for the whole, you know, 30 minutes. So, Justin, I want to I want to give you a chance to chime in here because, you know, I'm a I'm a, a hot sauce kind of guy. People might not think I'm that hot, but you know, I like hot sauce, uh, and it's really interesting what you guys have created over there at High Spice. So tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Hi there. Yeah, um, we're on Maui, and we started uh, five years ago, starting our sixth year, and we set out with pretty simple goals to maybe just be a, a farmer's market uh, item that we can, you know, a little a little side hustle to maybe pay some bills mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. make our food taste better. Um, but uh, we've grown a lot since then, and um, we one of the first decisions we made was, you know, how are we going to grow enough chili peppers to keep uh, meeting the demand that we had initially, and so our, our one of our first steps was reaching out to local farmers to help us grow what we needed to grow. And that has been really the cornerstone of our growth is getting more farmers on board to keep growing the, the ingredients we needed to make our, our sauces stand out versus a national brand where, you know, they get their ingredients from wherever. Well, all of, 
all of our ingredients that we possibly can come here from Hawaii. And uh, that leads to the number one reaction that we get when people try our products for the first time is how fresh and tasty these sauces taste. And and looking at the at the website, you got the uh, highspice hispice dot com, and you've got you know papaya guava, lily koi, you've got pineapple, you've got uh, what is this smoke scorpion? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, so smoke scorpion is a kiave smoked chili pepper. Oh yeah, and it's the the name of the chili pepper is a scorpion. It's called a Trinidad scorpion. Wow. And we grow that pepper here. It's widely considered in the chili community to be consistently the second hottest pepper in the world. Um, the reason why I chose the second hottest and not the hottest um, is because I just think it tastes better. Mm-hmm. The hottest, the hottest pepper is called the Carolina Reaper, and it, in my opinion, for culinary purposes, it tends to be pretty bitter. Um, where this this pepper has a much better taste. Especially when we smoke it with chiave, it brings out the sweetness to the pepper almost. And um, then coupled with the smoke and the roast garlic, it's uh, it's a flavor bomb. It takes your tongue on a, a little adventure. <laughs> well, you, you're you're making me uh, salivate a little bit. But uh, the the recipes that you've come up with, uh, what what led you to this? So is this something that you folks, like you said, I think you started with the fact that it was kind of a side hustle, but were these recipes uh, kind of family heirloom kind of recipes, or did you guys experiment and come up with uh, the different flavors? Yeah, definitely experimentation. Uh, I mean, I grew up um, helping my mom in the kitchen, and she really was uh, a Mexican food connoisseur. And so I, I grew up ba- making basic you know, salsas and things like that. Um, when I moved here to Hawaii, I took that same idea and we had a couple mango trees in our front yard and so we started making mango salsas and then we started adding hot chilies mm-hmm. and um, so we started giving them out as gifts to friends and family for a number of years and then we started getting requests for it even during when it wasn't the holidays and it started getting kind of crazy and out of out of control so we started making them into sauces so we could bottle them and and preserve them longer so we can make a whole bunch at one time and not have to be making them all the time. And that kind of transitioned us from making salsas into sauces because mm-hmm. we, pre- we could preserve them better. Um, and then uh, one crazy night, I had an idea to, um, someone had mentioned about, you know, crowdfunding and and to try to make a business out of this. So I, I did a bunch of research and I stumbled on Kickstarter and I decided to do a Kickstarter right before the holidays. Um, not sure if that was the best planning, um, but uh, it worked out really well. And, and from that Kickstarter, we were able to launch our, our whole business. And, and, and what, uh, what year was this? That was the, the Kickstarter um, fully funded at the very beginning of January 2016. So, we're right at, uh, is that six years, five years? I'm not sure about my math. <laughs> well, yeah, the six years. So, Millie, um, Millie, what, um, what, what is yeah. it that attracted you to High Spice? Yes, well, uh, a great husband and wife team on Maui, but it was just, I, I honestly wish we were in the studio right now, Bert, because we would be tasting this hot, hot <laughs> sauce, and you would just see the brilliance of color uh-huh. that they have yeah. on their array of hot sauces. And what's so neat about them is, they really do source all of their local ingredients 
um, all their ingredients from local farms and work really hand in hand with them. So a lot of it's around kind of overage or bruise or disfigured um, type of excess vegetables and fruit that would normally be fed to the pigs or be wasted. Um, it's really amazing what they can be doing with that, working with the farmers to create new revenue streams mm-hmm. um, and creating it into these value-add products. And so when there's an overage of, he was saying, mango or something else, they actually created new sauces to, to take on these random ingredients and figure out how they can create a new sauce. So we love that story around, you know, regenerative agriculture and seeing how we can utilize, you know, more of our ag here in the islands, but also just, the, the, again, the brilliance and the beautiful products. And also, I just, I love the, you know, tasting it. I mean, what, obviously, you have to send me a few, but you apologize for <laughs> not sending it in advance. But um, having even, like, the not super, not super spicy one, the jalapeno, it just freshens everything. Uh-huh. Uh, but I really cracked up when they brought in their whole bra. And I want Justin to talk about his whole bra, which is apparently <laughs> the hottest one, Justin. So, just cracked me up how they've integrated so much of Hawaii into the different products. So tell us about that, Justin. Yeah, so um, we, you know, being a, being a white couple here, we didn't want to, like, totally take away Hawaiian culture, pigeon culture, because obviously I didn't grow up with that. So most of our flavors, you'll notice, are we literally just named the sauces what's in the bottle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like jalapeno, turmeric, lilikoi, mango, and so on. Um, we really wanted to be straightforward what it is you're getting in the bottle. We didn't want to plaster our branding with a bunch of, you know, pigeon and, and things like that. That really didn't we, – we, we didn't – don't really represent that. We, we appreciate that and embrace it, but that wasn't what this product was. But when we made whole bra, we – that sauce literally took us by surprise. Um, we made it out of necessity because one of our farmers dropped about 1,000 pounds of chilies on us unexpectedly as a surprise and I had no idea what to do with it. Um, so I was like, I need to make a product that can use these chilies as fast as possible. And so what we did, we just made a super concentrated version of our hottest sauce, which was the smoked scorpion. Mm -hmm. And my assistant at the time, we, we taste test all of our batches to make sure we don't forget an ingredient. And my assistant went in for the taste test before I could warn him what it is we were really making. Uh-huh. And he took a full, like, chef spoon size mouthful of this sauce, and it was instant regret. It was instant panic and instant pain. <laughs> and he was running around the kitchen like a chicken with his head cut off, yelling, screaming, hobra, hobra, hobra. He was freaking out. And I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, <laughs> it was a hilarious moment. I mean, it's scary, but it was hilarious. It was, in hindsight, it was hilarious. Um, so that sauce, we decided, needed a different description than all of our others. And it's our one flavor that's branded a little bit differently. It's a black label sauce versus all our other ones that have the nice multicolored um, logo with the white background, mm-hmm. the black background. We wanted everyone to know that this sauce is different from the rest. It's a little bit extra. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's designed for the chili head at heart. Um, whether you are a chili head or you're an aspiring chili head, this sauce will definitely test your limits of what you can handle as far as uh, temperature. And, and yeah, it's a, it's a 
it's well, yeah, a challenge I, for sure. I, I I'm looking at the website, and and you're right. You know, the uh, the whole bra is definitely packaged a little bit differently. And and now that yep. you tell the story, I can I can exactly understand why you do want to give it a little bit of a special packaging and 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 almost like a warning label. Now now um, <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna I do want to kind of talk a little bit about some social media stuff, but. You know, uh, Justin, there's a guy that's on TikTok, and, and and maybe what I'll do is I'll send you the link to it. But you know, they they do something that uh, just kind of blows my mind. They take the hottest peppers and they take the hottest sauces, and 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 they basically eat them <laughs> on TikTok, mm-hmm. and and they they share their their experience of you know managing to withstand the extreme i don't know the extreme uh, spiciness and uh, maybe you know that's just a yeah. just a thought maybe maybe you should start your own uh, tiktok uh uh channel and and uh, uh you know have some people come on and actually you know take a take a t- taste test and then uh, you know give them the whole bra and see what happens but uh, anyway that's yeah, just yeah we we recently it's a great idea we did recently just start our tiktok page we were a little late to that that uh that social media platform, but it's been a lot of fun. We do more fun uh, videos and things like that that kind of um, make it less business-oriented, more fun and chili-oriented. Um, but, yeah, there's there's a whole culture of people who love eating chilies and, and challenging themselves to go to the next level <laughs> of intensity, and it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, the the what you you'll hear a lot from these people is the endorphin rush that you get from it, like like cliff jumping or skydiving or things like that. You get those endorphins pumping through your system, and that's what a lot of people experience out of going for these ultimate hot hot sauces. Well, um, you know, I I know you're 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 tempting me, but uh, uh, I'm gonna um, you know take a little short break, but I do want to come back and and. Uh, get you to tell me honestly honestly like what was the mana up experience like so we're going to hold that thought we'll be right back of the short break to continue our conversation with Melly James co-founder of mana up and of course we got Justin Orr from High Spice and Kia Peters from Kako Collective this is Bite Marks Cafe support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR local talk show fund which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows mahalo to contributors Bavarian motor experts and Chaminade University welcome back this is Bite Marks Cafe I'm Bert Lum and if you're just joining us we're talking to Millie James co-founder of Mana Up we got Justin Orr from High Spice Kia Peters from Kako Collective and we're talking about scaling Hawaii brands and and companies uh, and opening up new markets. And of course, right before the break, we we got a pretty good detail of what uh, High Spice does and what Kako Collective does. And and I, I wanted to give you folks both a chance to share a little bit of your Mana Up experience. And you know, uh, I'll start with Kea. And Kea, you know, we always ask Millie, you know, what the how great the the Mana Up uh, experience was. And, of course, uh, she always says that, they always say, the, the participants always say it's always been a great thing. But, Kea, I'm going to ask you, what could the, what could the Mana Up improve uh, for the next uh, cohort? What would you think they could add to their program that might improve it? Oh, boy. You just put <laughs> me on the spot there, huh? Yeah, that's a tough one, Bird. It's just so good. We, are, we extended the program from 12 weeks to six months. So. Really? You know, if wow. we add on, it's a six-month program now, which because the entrepreneurs kept saying there was so much good content, great speakers, and opportunity, they needed time to implement. So mm-hmm. we turned it from a 12-week program to six months. 
Oh, okay. But, go ahead. I, <laughs> go ahead. Kia. Yeah, I mean, so so for for me, before I even applied for Mana Up, one of the first things that I did was I actually asked some friends and family that had already graduated from um, you know, Mana Up, from Mana Up, um, from previous cohorts, right? Because local local style, right? Word of mouth is king above all others. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get it from the source to see if that was a program that would work for me. And um, everybody had great things to say about it. But at the end of the day, um, the number one thing that everyone said, it, it, it's going to be what you make of it, you know? The beautiful thing about Mana Up is they put you in this room with people that you may never, ever have the opportunity to be in the room with otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I really loved about Mana Up was that they were adapting amidst a pandemic. For me personally, I have um, a soon-to-be three-year-old and I don't know if you have children, but um, they're boogers. They're really big germs. And, um, <laughs> You're right. There, right. there were times. And, you know, and the thing about the pandemic, the most important thing for all of us to do is to be empathetic of other people. And so for me, I didn't want to go to class sometimes because, you know, um, maybe I had a little bit of a sneeze or a sniffle or an itchy throat. Um, and they made it possible for me to still attend by having virtual you know options for me mm-hmm. so they would have zoom um a way that i could attend via zoom and that was super awesome um they would email me and they would have um, ways for me to communicate mm-hmm. so there was never um you know in the beginning i was like oh you know if, if something happens to covid like how am i going to lose out on this opportunity um so for them to have to have adapted while you know the pandemic is going all of us are in this mode in life right now where we're just kind of you know taking as it comes and we're also adapting as best as we can and doing the best we can and you know managing the amount of people that were in our cohort Melly, correct me if i'm wrong but we we had the biggest cohort right yes 12 companies yeah we yeah we we had a huge cohort and some people weren't from oahu and they had to fly them in um, you know, they have to make some tough calls sometimes where we have to go from being in person to, to being virtual. And, you know, that's their way of making sure that, you know, not only are we being put in a position where we get to learn, but we still get to be safe as well. So, I mean, moving forward, I hope that, you know, Mana Up continues to do that because what that showed me is that they're continuously adapting. They're never settling. And that's really what's important with having something like what Mana Up is is that they're continuously trying to figure out a way to make it better for local businesses like mine, like Justin's, you know, um, where we get to have these experiences and we get to have these um, resources um, that we otherwise wouldn't have, you know. Like, I'm a proud graduate and attendee of the YouTube University. I see it all the time on my Instagram, and there's only so much YouTube that you can watch to learn. So it was really cool to be able to be in the room with them but hopefully that's something that they do. And honestly, if they could, um, if one thing I think that would be awesome that Mana Up could do is they could have um, kind of a program that leads up to the actual Mana Up cohort um, for businesses that are just startups. Because I know so for like a like kind of me, a kind of like a pre a pre uh, Mana Up. Yeah, because well, I'm glad you mentioned that. We'll yeah. be announcing something. So very so so I gotta I gotta give I gotta go, give yeah. a little bit of time to well. Sorry, Justin. I you know I wanted to hear your story about uh, your Mana Up experience, but I want to give it uh, give it some time. Maybe last twenty seconds, Melly. What's the uh, the next event coming up? You got the Meet the Makers, right? 
Great. We got Meet the Makers on February 8th. Go to houseofmanaup.com and check that out. We also have info sessions for Mana Up on February 1st at 4 and February 9th at 10 a.m. If you are interested, you've got a great product, you want to meet us, we would love to meet you, hear about what you're up to. Thanks, Melly. Please check out the info session. Okay, Melly James, co-founder of Mana Up. And I've got Justin Orr from High Spice and Kia Peters from Kako Collective. I want to thank them all for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about building apps for the space and satellite industries. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You stay awesome. You stay safe. And we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bite Marks Cafe.